Welcome to another episode of Electable. I'm Deb Chubb, and today um, this is a very exciting day for me um, and many other women who have worked very hard at trying to um, improve the Democratic Party in Indiana. Um, one of the big gaps in the Democratic Party in Indiana was that in, despite having a, a caucus uh, with a vote on the state central committee, that represented African-Americans, LGBTQ+, Latinx, um, labor, um, uh, college Dems, young Dems, women were not one of those caucuses and did not have uh, that kind of a voice and that kind of a vote. And so um, we're very excited because finally this year, um, the State Central Committee approved a caucus. And I am here with Roxana Murray, who is the leader of that caucus. So she is also the leader of the Indiana Federation of Democratic Women. And uh, that is a group that will be running the caucus. And, uh, you know, you just can't, um, you know, express the thrill finally to have a voice, um, a real voice, a meaningful voice in the Democratic Party. Um, so Roxana, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this role? How did you end up here at the president uh, as the president of the Federation? I um, over 12 years ago, I was a vice chair of the Huntington Democratic Party and kept moving up into politics and getting more and more involved. And Sue Althouse, who was the secretary at the time, and Miss um, Cordelia Burks kept inviting me to come to a Federation meeting. And so I started going to the Indiana Federation of Democratic Women meetings and had an opportunity to run for a position and wanted to be more involved because women's issues have always been a number one priority for me, um, being a female and realizing um, because I'm getting close to 60, well, I'll be 60 this year, um, but our voices just aren't heard. I, I grew up thinking that women's voices, that we had equality and that, you know, we were just doing better and we were making strides and and now as an adult, I realized that um, we don't even have equal rights. Um, the word woman is not even in our constitution. And we have an ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, has been finally been ratified by all the states that are necessary to do it. But it is still not the law of the land because it needs to be recognized and published in order for it to take effect. Right. You were telling me earlier, and I didn't know this, that, um, you know, when acts are passed, many of them, you know, to become part of the Constitution, to amend the Constitution, um, these um, acts have to be um, ratified in, in enough states, two thirds. Um, um, mm -hmm. But this is the only time uh, the Equal Rights um, Act um, was the only one that included a time limit. To my knowledge, they put it as arbitrary time limit on how much time they had to get it ratified in um, in my humble opinion, it was because they were just trying to pacify us and um, make us happy that they were attempting to do something. But they figured it would be really hard to get it to be to the ratification point within that time limit. So now and the time limit's been exceeded. And so they've just kind of said, oh, OK, and set it on a shelf. Um, and so now you know that um, Cori Bush, um, uh, uh, delightful um, uh a U.S. representative from Missouri, mm -hmm. um, from the St. Louis area, is uh, pushing to, uh, you know, take away the time limit, to lift the time limit now that all the states that are necessary have ratified it to allow this amendment to come to fruition. So that's, um, wouldn't that's that be one of the projects? That's one of the projects this year for the Federation, for the ERA coalition, 
Um, and when I say federation, I mean the national federation as well as the Indiana Federation. We're just a, a subset of that. Um, the National Federation of Democratic Women has three seats at the National Democratic Party. Um, it's our push this year because it has been ratified. It was ratified while the other guy was in office. So naturally, it just got shuffled away. But we've been promised by senators, um, by Senator Schumer, by the president, that this is important. And so now we're pushing to try and get it because our rights hang in the balance. Um, I think I mentioned the word woman doesn't appear in the Constitution. We currently do not really have equal rights. That's how things like the Dobbs decision have come down to take away our rights to reproductive justice, um, to our, our ability to make decisions about our own bodies. And then the states are having the rights to make determinations about our bodies we don't have laws like this about men's bodies. It's just women's bodies. The women can't do it. But abortion is health care. And it's important that everybody realize and understand and begin to use the word abortion because it is just the description, the medical term for a procedure. It's not about terminating, just about terminating a pregnancy. Abortion is the health care you receive if you've had a miscarriage. It's what prevents your body from going septic and then your life being endangered. And certainly once you go septic, because the entirety of the miscarriage has not evacuated your body, and then they make abortion illegal, then you can't get the care that you need, and then you can't have more children. I mean, they say that their reasoning is that they, you know, they want women to have children and they won't, don't want to kill children. Well, they're willing to kill women instead. Yes, it's yeah. a hot button issue, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is. It is a very hot button issue. And there are a lot of issues that are, you know, and I want to kind of, you know, uh, list them out. You yes. know, in the state of Indiana, um, you know, let's say, I mean, you could just start anyway. So we've got reproductive rights. But, you mm -hmm. know, how about, you know, pregnancy accommodations in the workplace? How yes. about how about um, paid maternity leave? How about child care? How about um, domestic violence and other sexual violence against women? Uh, yes. How about discrimination and harassment in the workplace? Mm -hmm. um, there are so many issues that um, are not even being discussed that impact women in this state and, of course, across the country. Mm -hmm. um, but this is uh, these are the issues that um, our new Democratic Women's Caucus is going to uh, fight to put up front to right. be part of the discussion. I mean, you just don't even hear people talking about the epidemic of domestic violence. Um, you know, that during the pandemic, the number of women killed by their intimate partners almost doubled. Yes. And it is an outrageous, um, it is an outrageous a number of women um, who face domestic violence. And of course, um, you know, not having um, the right to get an abortion is also um, a part of that. That is what keeps women in abusive relationships. When they well, and it keeps, it keeps women from prospering. It affects That's our true, economic right? justice because if you're if you're constantly having babies, you can't get out and work. You can't no. raise your kids, and then, and then the opposition, so to speak, also wants to keep anybody off of welfare rules. They don't want to have, um, they don't want to have safety nets for kids. They don't want to have free lunches at school. They don't care if kids have food when they go home. They're not worried about that. They're upset that parents aren't home. But parents have to have two or three jobs in order to make ends meet because housing is so expensive. Um, we need affordable housing. We need affordable childcare. We need 
affordable school programs. Um, we're putting so much money into these um, fly-by-night charter school systems where someone gets rich and walks away and kids are getting left behind without the education they need. We need to make sure that everybody has a fair and equal field. And I, I, I'll say it again. Um, I've said it so many times and I'll just keep saying it until people really want to listen that when progressive women win at election time, then we, excuse me, women win, families win, workers win. Every Hoosier is going to win when we have more women, progressive women representing us at the state house, women who want to make sure that needs are being met for children, the childcare needs are being met, the pregnancy protections are in place and enforced. And we, as I said, we don't have equal rights without the equal rights amendment in there. They can keep making these laws and these rules and infringing upon our ability to live full and equal lives in this world. And um, it's not fair. And it's not fair if you're white or black or Latina, um, Asian Pacific Islander, it's not fair to any of us. So we all need to come together and work together to make sure our voices are heard and not just heard, but listened to, and that changes are being made that will impact and affect all of us. The, the reason that it took so long for the Democratic Party to come around to having a women's caucus and a women's vote is because they have a rule where it's 50% in the leadership, 50% um, by gender, so that if the if a male is elected as chair, then a female has to be vice chair and vice versa. So they felt that by having female on there already that they didn't need to worry about it. And the reason that they had the other constituency caucuses was because they couldn't be sure that they had somebody that was Stonewall or that was Latina or was African-American. Um, they wanted to make sure college Dems had a voice and that the young Dems had a voice because they couldn't ensure that those folks would be elected. Well, the thing is that the people who are elected to be chairs are elected to represent the constituents that elected them. Those are all the people, not just female, not just male, everybody that elected them. Having a woman's voice in there having a women's caucus to not just have a voice, which is what the council was for the last two years, but to have a caucus where the women have a vote so that we have an impact in making decisions that are going to affect all of us um, moving forward. That's what we needed. And I'm just, I'm so happy because this has been the work of a lot of people. Um, it's been a long time, but it's been needing to show them and prove to them that, you know, it's not enough to just have women there. We need to have that voice. That's right. So and and um, I guess, you know, the next the next step is to really bring all of these women together. Yes. Um, so um, your caucus um, can hopefully be an umbrella organization um, that will include women, you know, groups like mine, where we focus just on getting Democratic women elected to the state legislature, um, mm -hmm. as well as all kinds of other women's groups and just individual women. So yes. um, so how can women um, become a part of that organization, of your organization, and uh, so they can have a voice there at the State Central Committee? Well, what we are right now, we have a Facebook page, which has a link for our PAC. We have a $10 a year membership, and that also includes your membership in the National Federation of Democratic Women. Um, we have two meetings a year and we'll have one this coming March and we will post that March or April. We haven't quite said it yet because we're trying to work around everybody's spring break, which is always different. 
um, to make sure that the most people can be there. Um, we're also working on having that Zoom option as part of it as well, so that we're having a uh, hybrid meeting so that people can at least sit in and hear what's going on. Which because, is kind of a women's issue because, you know, yeah. women women take care of the whole world. And right. so, you know, they don't they don't have the freedom to, you know, walk out the door and leave everyone in the house <laughs> to fend for themselves. Um, right. Yeah, no, they've got to plan the meals yeah. and make sure right. that the kids are going to get to where they need to be or that the husband has everything he needs. And yeah. I mean, parents. we do. We take care of yeah. everything. Yes, we do. And so many so many of us have so many responsibilities in addition to whatever job we have, okay. um, whether we're fortunate enough to just have one job or we have two or three jobs that we're trying to juggle in order to make ends meet and make sure that, you know, our families are taken care of. And that that's another thing that silences women's voices because we have so much of a burden on us trying to take care of everybody and everything okay. and all the different jobs that we, it's hard to get women to understand, to be present. Um, they're like, well, I can't vote because I don't really know what's going on. You can, you can find out what's going on. There's, there's Google, there's Facebook, there's, there's all the different social medias. If you listen and you watch and watch podcasts like Deb's, um, you can begin to learn, just trust that these, that we are trying to bring the information to you that you need. And I mean, the Federation is partisan, sure. Um, but we're supporting women's voices and the people who support women's voices, because we do have many advocates that are male. Um, and, and it's important to recognize that as well. But we do support women and women's voices and the people who support us. That's terrific. Now, one other issue that I failed to mention is um, women's labor organizing. So you're in the UAW proud um, yes. union member. And um, that is something that I have um, been talking about for a long time. You know, why is it that all of these industries that are dominated by women remain low wage, low benefits? Um, well, they're not unionized. And yes. uh, so, so <laughs> what we need to do is we need to bring um, labor organizing to these other industries, you know, childcare and the small manufacturing uh, businesses mm -hmm. where women work, you know, in factories um, and don't make enough money, don't have good benefits, don't have good insurance. Um, this is, you know, this is a women's issue um, in large part because so many, you know, the large industries that are dominated by men are all unioned, you know, and that's great. Great. Um, but you know, but women are not benefiting from that. So we well, need to women in the workplace women are in are also unionized. And that and that's one of the things that um that are you coming very, back to me? I, I am. I there just you are. Okay. Take it off okay. for a second okay. and come back. My camera gets weird. Um that's one of one of the things that is very odd is that not odd so much as just I planned. Um women work in a lot of service industries which aren't valued. Um, it's like right. teachers, right. Now, teachers have unions, but, you know, the lawmakers don't like teachers having a voice. So they keep making laws that restrict how much their unions can speak for them. Um, right. Right. Which is also odd to me that, you know, nobody picks on the on the steelworkers or the UAW, but they pick on the teachers union where they it's pick all on women. Yeah, they pick on all the unions, but see, because teachers are working for the state, the state gets to intervene in those I unions. See. That, yeah. That's part of the problem because we're um, UAW is working basically private industry, I, I suppose is the I right see. word. Oh, okay, well, the, that makes sense because I always wondered why. Well, yeah. when um, we used to have unions for state workers 
And then as soon as wasn't Mike Pence got elected, the first thing he did was scrap that, that whole contract, throw it out. So now the state workers don't have union representation. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. We I, one of the things that's really exciting about union labor now is because people are beginning to recognize how important it is. Um, I am I'm absolutely thrilled because I'm a Starbucks fan. I'm absolutely thrilled to watch Starbucks. Um, workers unite to form their own unions and it is it is workers uniting if workers are interested in and there are many different my um my local right now is an amalgamation which means that we have a number of different facilities that we represent we're up to nine we started out just as a gm um union and now we are up to um nine different units that represent all kinds of different things and the uaw represents um, sheriff's deputies, it, it represents oh. technical and office professionals throughout the country. And it just keeps it keeps growing. But when workers want to unite together to have a larger voice, they have to be the ones that approach the labor organization that they want to have represent them. Um, and there's a number of us. Um, it's not just the UAW that represents different ones. The um, and, and now my brain's going to go. Well, I know the SEIU um, represents a lot of, you know, service employees. So home yes. health care workers, some child care workers, you know, not many um, and, and other kind of service well, uh, industries. Yeah. The Red Cross employees are represented by the Teamsters. Oh, interesting. Because, yeah, that's that's who they they went looking for somebody to to help them. And the Teamsters responded right away. And so that's who they went with. So, you know, if you're interested in becoming unionized and in having a voice and the employers, having been on the management side myself a long time ago, um, long time ago, because I learned really quickly how important unions are, um, they train their management to try and discourage that kind of talk and, you know, take those flyers down and Don't let people talk about these things. Um, They limit the amount of time people have to gather together to talk about things and, you know, limit your breaks or make it so you're on break by yourself. Those are the things that they do to discourage people coming together and talking about things like that and realizing um, they make it. they They want you to think it's illegal to talk about how much you're making which is one of the ways that they've kept women from advancing as the Lilly led better fair pay act. Um, showed how important that was because, you know, hey, if you talk about what you're making, you're going to get fired. So women didn't know that they were getting paid half or three quarters of what a man was making for the same job and often more work than what a man would be putting into it. No, on our list, you know. Um, Yeah, exactly. And again, I I mean, I'm always going to come back to the ERA right now because that is my biggest push at this moment um, for me personally, because I grew up, I'm 60 and um, or I'm 60 this year. I'll be 60 in a couple of months, but I grew up thinking, you know, we had equal rights. We don't have equal rights. No. It's been over a hundred years ago. It was introduced a um, hundred years ago. The equal rights amendment was introduced as an idea back when we first got the ability to have a vote um, to vote and elect people to represent us. I mean, we are over half of the population and yet we don't even have half of the elected positions because men have a tendency to get elected over women because it's so easy to just go out and say something negative about a woman and people take it that much more seriously than when you say the same thing about a man. It's not, oh, well, that's okay, but it's not okay for a woman. And there's so many obstacles to women succeeding 
that and barriers that we just have to break down and glass ceilings that we need to to overcome, but also glass floors, because I just heard a, a reference to a glass floor, but I can be just as mediocre as any man and still get paid the same. Yeah. 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 I always say that when I got a law school, I said that it's like, you know, I don't want to be like a superstar attorney. I want to, I want to be a mediocre attorney and get paid like the mediocre white guy attorneys. Right. Right. So how about just give me that? You know, and, why do and, you have to be like a superstar attorney to get paid decent as a female? Yes. It, you know, anyway. It, it's not fair. It's not equitable. And, and that's what we need to do to make our world better. Progressive women need to win. When, I, when progressive women win, women's issues win. Families right. will win because child care um, Pregnancy oh, yeah. protections, yeah. Yeah. maternity leave, accommodations, pregnancy accommodations, yeah, yeah, accommodations. How about a focus for on maternal mortality. Pumping. Yes, the maternal mortality. I was just talking to a young woman last night who had a baby, and went home with her newborn, and woke up and she was hemorrhaging, and um, just you know, I said, and she's like. They tried to take care of everything and be prepared for everything. And the pregnancy and the delivery and everything went really well. But then she wakes up and she's hemorrhaging and her doctor kept apologizing. And I'm like, and now you understand why we have such a high maternal maternal mortality rate in our state because unexpected things happen. And when a woman is having some kind of issue and her doctor isn't listening to her because, you know, there, there's the old mindset and some of the training that doctors still get the, you know, women just complain about things all the time. Well, yeah, it's not real. It's part of their mind, you know, well, they don't have our bodies, so they don't have our experiences. And that's why it's important for women to get elected, to get in charge, to be responsible, to be the trainers, to be the educators and to be listened to because we have a different experience and a different perspective and different responsibilities that also impact our perspectives. Um, and you, men don't have those things. Right. And just because they don't have our experience doesn't mean our experience isn't valid. That's correct. All right. So we're trying to keep this sort of short, but uh, so we're <laughs> running out of time. So you can go to your Facebook page and, and from there you can join the Indiana Federation of Democratic Women. Yes. Uh, who is representing women at the, at the state central committee. There is right. also a button on the um, state central committee on the Indiana Democratic page. It has okay. not been updated yet. They have a number of a number of things with that page that they're updating, and I keep checking it every day. And they're still working on it. Still not there. Um, the button, yeah, I know. The button that links to our um, Act Blue page has a, a period at the end of the sentence. You know, the oh, auto. Yeah. Well, that period will not take you to our Act Blue page. So it, there's things that are being corrected. Okay. Um, but it takes a little time because there was such a long list. It wasn't just ours that has the issues. So they're they're revamping, I think, the entire page. But okay. there is that link. They are working on it. It should be live here soon, I hope. Um, that's to be Indems, I N D. So that's a secondary point. And um, we're also going to be getting, um, we're working on getting a web page as well. And we will get that launched and we'll uh, shout it out from the rooftops on social media and everywhere else and communications with our members. Um, we will be sending out an announcement to our members soon um, with the renewal 
for um, membership. Um, we're a little late in getting that done just because we want to have all of our ducks in order before we do it so that they can just as easily go to this place, punch this button and boom. I love Act Blue, um, just like I love Zoom because it was, was hard for us to coordinate this week because of different meetings and things for the two of us to get together just by Zoom. Can you imagine? Oh, yes. Yeah, we wouldn't. Yeah, in person would have been Glitch, glitchy We're camera just, and all on my laptop. Yeah, they're glitchy. It's an interesting camera you have there. Yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, about say, that. I haven't seen one like that before. But it just right. happens with my Zoom app. So I, it maybe it's a bug in my Zoom app. I'm not sure. Oh, that's bizarre. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. So, um, so, um, uh, but we can keep up to date with what you're doing and yes. the Facebook page. And, yes. um, and we're very excited about that. So, um, so this is, uh, you know, I have all kinds of high hopes for this opportunity uh, and this terrific uh, development. In and the it, it is my life. intention to meet and hopefully exceed the expectations of everyone in doing this, just um, work with us. We want to represent all women's voices in the state of Indiana, certainly all democratic women's voices. We're gathering together. We're expanding our, our reach inside each one of the districts. We are our leadership. Um, I'm not alone. I have three vice presidents. I have um, representation in nearly every county or pardon me, every district in the state. There are nine districts in the state and um, we're working on increasing and improving that leadership to have more leadership on our board to ensure that um, everything, because I, I live in the Fort Wayne area. I live, I actually live in Roanoke, okay. um, but I'm okay. so close to, Ro to Fort Wayne that I'm in Fort Wayne all the time, but I'm also very close to Huntington. We want to make sure, and Huntington's much more of a rural kind of area, but even it's not as rural as other areas are. Um, we want to make sure that rural voices are heard um, because, again, another issue that people may not be aware of is there are a lot of medical deserts in this state. There's a lot of areas um, just driving up the highway a couple weeks ago when I went to Brown County, I saw hospitals that have been closed up and there isn't access to health care. Um, I think it's still that um, 30 counties in Indiana do not have any prenatal care. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, price. that's insane. That's yeah. insane because yeah. women have the counties. issues. You don't just, somebody has the idea that women can just drop babies and it's no big deal. It may not have been a big deal oh, for no, you, but no. it is not, not a big deal for the rest of us. Oh no, it is a big deal. I mean, it's yes. uh, frankly much safer to have an abortion than it is to carry a yes. pregnancy. Well, and, and thank God for medical advancements. At least we have a plan C where you can have a pill abortion rather than having to go see a doctor and have, you know, the back alley nightmare scenario hopefully won't, won't come yeah. to fruition. But I mean, but now they're in Texas, there's a lawsuit against the FDA for having approved the, um, and I can't say that word right. Yeah, I can't. Even <laughs> Mr. 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 Or something yes, like that. Whatever it is, they want to, and if they win that lawsuit against that approval, it will take it away from all of us. Yeah. In Europe, yeah. they have healthy and safe abortions. It's not a big deal anywhere except here yeah. in America, where we think that we need to be in charge of everybody else and take everybody else's rights away as long as we have our own. And that's just not going to fly. No, Progressive no, women no. are going to stand against that every day in every way. And we're going to do everything we can to get the attention of lawmakers 
And since they haven't paid that much attention, we're just going to keep getting more and more progressive women elected so that we have superstars like Renee Pack and Shelly Yoder and other women whose voices are- We have some amazing, wonderful women representatives, Maureen Bauer, Robin Shackelford. I mean, I guess- so I know. Uh, Rita Fleming There's is so you know, many. A, a physician um, from Southern Indiana who's a, um, a House member and has done a great job on these issues because they're coming up and she's really there to say, no, it actually doesn't work like that. So that's I great. know. Isn't that amazing? It's yeah. just amazing. The mis- misinformation and miseducation. Well, the um, entitlement. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. Um, you know, of these male uh, legislators who feel like they don't have to be a doctor to know how to you know, prescribe <laughs> medical treatment to women. It, it is right. But I do want to make clear, before I forget, I want to make clear that right now, abortion is legal in Indiana. Yes. Uh, because the injunction is still in place. So women still can um, access abortion care um, currently in Indiana. Yes. So hopefully. Thank God for that. Because again, abortion, I don't, because we've been talking for a little while and not all of it's been recorded. Abortion is health care. It absolutely abortion is, is health care. It's health care that every woman needs at different points in her life. And we need to have access to that safe health care. Right. So that we can lead full lives. Yes. And we need so much more. And I'm just like, I'm just so excited. And I'm so I'm so impressed. You know so much about um, women's issues. And so you are just ideally suited for this position. And um, I'm you. just looking forward to really, um, you know, following all of your work and participating as, you know, as how, however Thank I can. You. Yes, um, that, that's the key. So I want people to participate, to get involved, get involved, stay involved, run for office. Yes. If you yes. know more than you think you know, please yes, run do. for office because your voice is valid. It's important to all of us. Contact any one of us in all of the different organizations. We're all going to be working together. We are already working together. I mean, you and I have been in direct contact for a little over a year, year and a half now, but I've actually been watching and following you for a long time. I love oh, what you did 20 for 20, 25 for 2020 and, and everything that you've done, I've been following you. So I'm just, I'm thrilled to be working with such wonderful women. Oh, that's right. Well, same, same Z's as my, as my son says, same Z's. Um, and so, um, and, and I do want to say that if you are thinking of running, um, start now. Start now, even if Please. it's not till 2024. Call me, start now. There's there's so much you can do before, you know, way before the election that will really make the campaign much easier when you get closer. That's so. one of the things I think that's that's so important for people to understand is that politics are local. So you need to start at a local that's level right. and get to be known, whether you're just getting your name out there. But you can't just show up when it's time to be elected. You can't right. just okay. wait and show up when it's time to um to get on the ballot and then think that you're going to win. You need to be showing up and doing things and you're probably already involved and probably already doing things. Keep doing it and just do more, but you've got to keep with it because people aren't going so many of the areas like in Huntington, um, the Democrats have really gotten active, but it's important to continue to stay active because if you only show up at election time, why should they trust you to be there in between times? Right. And yeah. And, um, you know, we're really, um, you know, hoping that Democrats will become much more um, uh, in, involved with labor issues. Um, there are strikes going on now. We need Democrats to show up. I mean, you know, yes. Democrats 
are the people who understand um, labor organizing and the value of unions. Uh, yes. you know, they created the middle class. This is how the middle class was created was mm -hmm. union. And um, and that this is falling apart because unions are falling apart and that, you know, Democrats unions are growing in strength. The unions but, are growing in strength. We're but, growing. We're getting stronger. Our members are recognizing that the union isn't some entity that's out there that's, you know, not doing it. The union is each person who's a member of it. That's why I'm proud to be a UAW member. I am the union. I am the person that can make a difference in my community and make a difference in the world just by being active and involved. Um, yes, everybody is busy. We're busy working. Um, we're busy with working our full-time jobs. We're busy taking care of our families, but you don't have to spend every single minute outside of that doing something else. If you just have an hour or two hours to donate, um, if you see a woman that's running for office and you want to support her, volunteer maybe yeah, spend an hour making phone calls for her Yeah, make some phone calls maybe you can make some dinners or do some grocery yes, shopping yes. something that you already do and pick up her groceries too those little things they make oh, a gosh. big difference for somebody that's out running for office trying to talk to people um going to doors and knocking on doors there's different things that are needed in campaigns that if you're not willing or already yet to run for office, just start getting involved and go to go to your democratic meetings or um, right, right. whatever meetings, get involved in your community, little things that you can do that will make such a huge difference for mm -hmm. you and for the community that you live in. That's right. And this is how you make change. It's, it's, yes. it's not a straight line. It's, you know, it's and it's not, journey. it's not a hundred percent dedication of every minute of your life. You don't have to give that much to make a big impact on on the, the world. You can give what you can. Um, you know, some of us can do things full-time. I'm not one of them. I have a full-time job. Um, but um, there are people who are retired who are able to dedicate their time to doing things like this. And there are people who aren't, but we all can do something. Yeah, you know, everybody can't do everything, but everybody can do something. If you drive past a striker or um, people standing out on the street with signs, honk. Because yes, bring them a cup of coffee. coffee. Yes, yeah, bring them. Yeah, bring them a donut or yeah, yeah. Women power. Yes, women. Women right. are the power in this world. All right, that's how we will end this because that is the that most important good. thing that we have said so far. Women, <laughs> women are the power, and women get things done. That's right, they do. All right, so we'll be Thank checking you. back. Yep. So go ahead to um, the uh, Indiana Federation of Democratic Women Facebook page. Please join, become a member. You know, show up to meetings, do whatever you can. Um, this is something that's really going to um, be very impactful for women's issues in Indiana. So, yes. All right. Thank you very much, Roxana. Thank this you. Been delightful, and even <laughs> with your wonky camera. With my wonky camera. Have a great afternoon. All right. Thanks. Thank you.